You are on the 14th Step, a podcast about addiction and recovery. We are sponsored by the Golden Crescent Regional Recovery Initiative and affiliated with the Billy T. Catan Recovery Outreach Center uh, right here in Victoria, Texas. You can learn about both organizations in the description below the video. My name is Mark, and I am a professional counselor and a recovering addict. My name is Skip. I am a peer recovery specialist or recovery coach, and I am a former addict. Thanks for joining us. If you would, please subscribe to the podcast and also give us a like, and uh, we would love to hear from you. Uh, Comment below on the topics that we talk about, and uh, maybe if you have a a story you'd like to share, we'd love or some topic ideas, we'd love to get some new topics from anyone out there. Definitely. Yeah. So let's do a light topic today. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about God. Yeah. Just a little. We're just going to jump right in. We're going to talk about God. A little easy reading. (laughs) Spirituality. Uh, The whole recovery movement, the entire thing, did not start in therapy or counseling or psychology. It had it really was a completely separate deal. It has it's had its own a life of its own. Recently it has been kind of merging with more in the mental health field. Right. But uh, the recovery movement as far as what people think about like 12 step recovery, most famously in Alcoholics Anonymous, started out as a spiritual program right. when the the founders of the 12 steps or the kind of the first guys that formulated it or thought about it essentially had these spiritual experiences in the context of their faith and have propagated that, you know, down the line. And and it's become very, very successful, obviously, because it works. Yes. Yes. And And it has spawned like every kind of anonymous program that there is. Right. And they, if you, when you go down the 12 steps, you can very easily, they run parallel to biblical principles. It's, it's, and yes. they change the wording uh, a little bit, but it's, it's very much biblical principles that, that a lot of people try to live by in their, in their own walks of life. But it's amazing how appropriate it is to help somebody that is in recovery. If you take someone who is fairly comfortable, in in being in sitting in a church and you give them the 12 steps and tell them what basically what they're going to do that person is going to be feel at home with it absolutely it's going to be pretty comfortable absolutely it's not going to it's not going to seem like a, a too far-fetched of a thing it's going to seem parallel to what they're already have been teaching or living um if you're living you know kind of a church life or whatever if you take someone who is like anti-religion, atheist, or even agnostic in a way, yes, it is going to be deeply challenging for people. Yeah, and it 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 becomes this stumbling block or this this mountain that is very hard to climb. And there's people who kind of dip their toes into recovery, and they like the meetings, and they like the people. But when it comes to like the God stuff that's littered through the whole thing, yep, especially AA. Yes, AA is like Old Testament, like you know, it it it's pretty. NA is a little bit more New Agey type of thing, you know. It has more higher power type of stuff in it. Yeah, but um, 
still, for people who have a problem with the idea of God, that's a hard sell. And, and unfortunately, it keeps people away from the most accessible recovery community that there is, which is 12-step recovery. Absolutely. And, and you, as you notice and you go to meetings, you'll have diff- people that lead the meetings are going to approach it in a different way. Mm-hmm. You got some that'll be very, very, boy, they're, they're not ashamed to talk about spiritual principles and they lay it out there, right? Then you have some that kind of tiptoe around it a little bit and make sure to give them alternative ideas for higher power, you know, or whatever that is. And and I see both sides of that. I really do. I can I can see how you're not going to want to dive into the deep end with someone that's not ready to go there because all you're going to do is turn them off. And on the other hand, you may have somebody there that's ready and lives by those principles and wants to embrace them again in their life and you don't go far enough with them and they get turned off. So it's a it's tough, man. And when you start dealing with spiritual principles and you start talking about God, that's a whole nother set of emotions that people have that that are can run almost neck and neck with the with trauma. I hate to say that, and stress and anxiety, because everybody's got a different story, and you know you want to. That's one of the subjects at Thanksgiving dinner. We don't bring up religion, politics, <laughs> or crazy Uncle Eddie. You know what I mean? I mean, I mean, that's one of those taboo subjects. This is a thing that gets hit from all sides. This is the subject of recovery that's the stickiest subject because Ooh, sticky. I like that. you will have people who come from a particular faith or tradition that is very rigid in what they believe and and they have like they they know what they believe and they come and look at like 12 step recovery and it starts talking about the god that, as you know as you know as, him. as you know him as you can your of your own conception or or a, a higher power and that's a turnoff for them because that's not biblical that's right and that's not what they believe and so they're not going to do that and there's entire programs that have been formed because of that and then there's people who who see it, and it, it to them it's just religious. It looks religious, right? Even though twelve step recovery bends backwards not to be religious. Yeah. Right. I mean, it does every possible thing that it can do to avoid the stigma of religion. It tries to be as wide open as possible right. for anybody to walk in and tries to tell you that it's about the principles, not the not the uh what word am i looking for not the not the not belief trying to, or not the not dogma trying to, or not the, the not trying to describe it for you right it's the principles and you can put your own description on those principles but in going to that let me let me tell you this they are foundational in my opinion on somebody truly recovering and staying clean and sober lifestyle for a long period of time. I think they are. I believe that they are. And that's what scares me about people writing it off really quick, saying it's religious mumbo jumbo, that they're not going to get what those how those principles can really affect their life in a positive way because they're so worried about their experience in church when they were little or how this person did this to them or church was just a horrible place for me and my family. And I get that. And that, 
and that's true. I would never say that that wouldn't be true for them, but there's a separation that's really hard for people to to wrap their minds around that there has to be a, a, the first three steps talking talk about us coming to the conclusion that we can't do this by ourselves. Yeah. Period. And it asks what it asks of anyone who's taking an honest look at the steps and really trying to work them. It does leave it wide open, but it does ask that we come to believe that a power greater than ourselves can restore us to sanity and that we put the care of our life into that higher power. And so it is foundational in the sense that in in the um in the 12 steps there there has to be a belief in a higher power. That's right. Now what that looks like to each person is up to their own individual idea. And there's just people that can't get past that. And 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 that's the thing. People can't get past just the coming to believe part. Mm-hmm. Because they don't like that they they don't like the any idea of a higher power anything greater than they are, which to me is like I don't know, there's there's and I don't I don't want to discredit what anybody believes. Right. But for me personally, like when I look at that, I'm like, yeah, I'm not the most powerful thing in the universe. Yeah, right. Thank God. Right. <laughs> That'd be scary. Literally. Yeah. Uh, but that's that's what they're. It, I and I've come across people that are that are so take they're so dug in, they would never ever say that there is something bigger, something supernatural, something whatever whatever word you want to put on mm-hmm. it, higher power mm-hmm. that is overarching mm-hmm. that is. You know, uh, you know, they'll. Uh, I'm never going to admit there's a puppet master pulling my strings or controlling what happens. Because that's what they think it is. That's what they think it is. And I try to tell people, you you have to lose some of that stuff and just don't overcomplicate it, especially at the beginning. I'm, I mean, I overcomplicate everything, especially when it comes to matters of, of faith and belief, and I, I can drive myself crazy with it. But that's the funny part about it, though, is that's what we do as humans is we overcomplicate everything, and then we turn around and make religion bad because we overcomplicate it. Exactly. I, I'm telling you know what? People that walk in who don't want to believe in a higher sweat, power. Man. I'm starting to get into this now. <laughs> like... <laughs> The drug was already their higher power. Completely. And so you're not even believing in anything different. You already believe that there's a higher power, which is the drug. It's your idol. Right. Speaking in those terms. Right. right? You're doing idolatry. Right. And so if you can convince someone of that, then it's like, well, why don't you pick a better higher power than than dope? There's got to be a better higher power than that because that's a force more powerful than you. That's right. 100%. 100%. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And for some people, it's like the judge, you know, the legal system. Well, that's power greater than you. That's power greater than you. So there, there's higher powers everywhere. It's just can we channel that into something that's healthy and not something that's going to, you know, slowly kill us? Well, and I think a lot of a lot of pushback from people is their life experience. If they've had a, a lot of trauma in their lives or they've had a not not so great childhood and some really bad situations happen to them, they have a hard time when they get older of saying, 
if there is a higher power, how could he or have let that happen? To you know, me? you or can, how can they let that? I mean, you can get into all those conversations, and they that that's what I hear from the most part. You know what I mean? You can be a kid and have a, a dad who's in church every Sunday, and prays before every meal and beats up, you know, happens all the time. And, and abuses you, you know, so it's like for people who grow up with that, it's a real stretch because they don't want anything to do with That's it. Right. They're going to run the opposite direction because they're trying to reclaim what they've lost. And I have a deep compassion for people. Yep. And it's a hard and sell. And I understand that. I do too. And and that it's a hard sell. That's and I think the the real brilliance of the 12 steps and why it has stuck around is because it doesn't take any particular position on what a person should believe. Yeah. And people might say that's watered down, but I don't see it as watered down. I see it as meeting someone where they're at and giving them room to grow in in whatever they whatever conclusion they might come to. It, the, the term watered down, you hear that in the church world as well from different types of churches. It's anything is as watered down as you make it. Right. And that's it. You can take the simplest little thing and it can have the most, it can sit with you as a principle of your life forever and somebody else will say that's watered down. It's your decision whether it's watered down because it's how you take it. Yeah. You know? I mean, you could something like one day at a time, you know, there's people who are like, well, that doesn't even mean anything. But for me, it's deeply spiritual principle to live one day at a time because uh -huh. I will worry about five years from now or five years ago. And see, that's what that's what that means. That's how it, you can say it's watered down. Oh, that's a cliche statement, but no, it's not. It's really it's not. my whole life. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is can be wrapped up in that thing, or you know, it 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 just goes into those principles that are universal principles, right? You know, and I've just people that I, I've seen in my limited time as a recovery coach and being with with uh, people that are in recovery that if they don't embrace some of those principles and really dig into them it's very difficult for them to have long-term success it just is i've seen it so far from what i've seen well it's like step two <laughs> you know it the, the steps the steps are there for a reason to work them in order and if you can't work them and step two is like you come to believe that a power greater than yourself can restore you to sanity if you can't come to believe in that you are not going to move past that and you can get you can go in your mind and work for step four five six seven eight nine but it has but to be in that foundation it has to be in that foundation because if you're never past that then you can't go all in on the other ones mm -hmm. it's like it's it everything builds on each other because we've talked about this all the time is then what happens at the end is you turn around and use your experience your difficulty and your success to help others and when you help somebody that is the only thing that can offset that addiction that is what is better that's the best medicine to me is helping others because when you do that you end up receiving that back tenfold right but if you can't get to that point then i don't know it well there, there's such a huge sacrifice in getting clean 
And that's what a lot of people who are not addicts don't understand. Yeah. They see someone who is screwing up, who has lost so much, and they're like, just stop. You know, just stop. Just put it down. Which, of course, for us is like, you know, that's yeah. the most cliched thing that you'll hear. It's like, well, why that didn't is. I think of that? Yeah, really. Really? That's all I have to do? I know. It requires a tremendous sacrifice to put down the drug or the drink. It is an act of courage. And only in a room of recovering addicts are people going to really applaud that yes. and recognize it. Right. If you don't have some kind of hope when making that sacrifice, that will take you to a very dark place. Yes. That's right. It will feel so hopeless and bleak that it becomes impossible. Yeah. You have to have a strong hope that I'm doing this and it's going to get better in order to move forward with it. And I think that's why step two is about coming to believe in a power greater than yourself. If you don't have that belief, it's going to be a very dark ride. That step two, when you come come to accept that, is putting that door at the end. That's right. You're going to walk through. That's right. And or the light at the end of the tunnel. It, 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 it puts the light there. Yeah, say, it opens that light. That go that makes you go. You know what? There's a place I'm going now. Right. So that's hope. That's and then hope. and then that light becomes kind of the lens that you start to see the other things that you're doing. When you do start to help people with your story, then you, that light becomes a little brighter. It does. But if it's not there then it's just, it's going to be like for naught. It's like, what's the point of all this? And that's what that's what always happens. A month or two will go by it's like, and they've been doing good and yeah. they go, well, what's the point? What's the point of this? I'm yeah. still miserable. I'm miserable. Nothing changed except now I don't have this thing to help me. Right. Now I don't, I just don't have my medicine. So. I'm so glad we did this easy topic today, Mark. E- nice and easy. Nice and easy. Smooth sailing. Uh, again, We'd love to know your thoughts about this. Please comment below. And uh, if you have a topic or you have a story you'd like to share, we'd love to hear about it. Uh, we're we're uh, trying to uh, come up with some really interesting ways to talk about recovery. Mm-hmm. And I think on our next uh, podcast, we're going to talk about why are we doing this? Yeah. You know, well, yeah. why what's would you sit point? here and talk about this? What's what's the point? Some of you are probably watching this going, yeah, what is the point? <laughs> Uh, or get to it quicker. Yeah. <laughs> Can you get to the point in 30 <laughs> seconds? Like running the 40-yard dash? Uh, anyway, uh, thanks for joining us today. Please like and subscribe. And uh, you can find us also on Facebook and TikTok. We're TikTok famous. That's right. We've got... Look us up. We've got two views. <laughs> and soon we'll have three. That's right. See you later.